Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this 137th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey, and of course, I'm joined by co-host Amber Green. We are still here. We have not been canceled yet. I'm sure it's coming, but it hasn't happened yet. So thank you for tuning in and listening. I would like to ask that you share the show with everyone you know. Remind them we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites and tell them to look us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilberry318. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y 318 while Facebook lasts. You know, there's so much craziness going on. I just feel like I'm almost drowning because you're not being able to catch it all. You could literally have four or five or six or seven or ten televisions turned on on various news stations with two or three computer screens going 24 hours a day and you would miss so much because there's just so many things happening. It feels like we are having 10, 15, 20, 30 big stories occurring in a day that used to one of these things would happen every three or four years and it would be a big deal and it would be talked about for weeks or months and now it's crazy because what's happening is happening being talked about for 15 minutes or, or less and then it's on to the next piece and I feel like that is leading to a lot of the misinformation, a lot of the fake stories, the fake news, and it is causing everyone to not trust things. They believe everything they hear. They believe nothing they hear. And then that perpetuates this problem and the whole feeling that everybody feels right now. Let me tell you, Everybody feels exactly the same way you do. No matter what side of this spectrum they're on, whether they're right or they're left, everybody feels like we are living in the bizarro world right now and we are just seconds from driving off the cliff. So maybe that's the thing that can kind of bring us all together. We are all experiencing this crazy world together and we need to just back it back some. I feel like... I really think people should step away from social media a little bit more than they do, and they should unplug from the news, the TV, and even shows like this. I mean, listen to the show, but you shouldn't just inundate yourself with things. I mean, I don't ever want to tell someone not to listen, but you should just be able to remove yourself from it. The people who are obsessed with it Ah, oh, man, I, I don't know. They're, I know they're really not doing good right now because I'm one of those people and I'm not really doing good right now because it just is so overwhelming. I hope that you're doing better than that. I hope that you're able to unplug and you're still being able to breathe and you're living in reality and I hope that things are going well. 
If you don't understand things, if you're afraid, if you don't know where to turn, please always look here to the show. We will help you how we can. We'll talk to you about the things that are going on, and we'll give you our point of view. So for what it's worth, it it might not be worth anything, but we will do that. Look, we have a big show planned. We're going to talk about what's been going on in the last couple days. It's been a lot. We're going to be kind of all over the place tonight. But I do really quickly, before we get started, want to take care of our quick break. That way, when we come back, we won't be interrupted. So sit tight. We're going to take a real short break. But when we come back, we'll get underway. Folks, she's Amber Green. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. You're listening to the 137th episode of Perception is Reality. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception Perception is is reality. Reality. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing license in all 50 states and MLS consumer access.org number we go ladies and gentlemen episode 137 of perception is reality i'm your host christopher h bilbrey joined once again by co-host amber green thank you all for sticking with us and uh, tuning in please share the show with everyone you know we really didn't have a plan in place for what we were going to discuss during this episode. I feel, though, that you're all probably aware that current events was going to kind of drive where this episode went. And although it seems like there are two sides of a coin occurring here, it seems like we are spinning our wheels and nothing has been happening in one aspect. But on the flip side of that, it seems like there's so much happening, we really just kind of can't keep up. Uh, Since the last time we talked in episode 136, President Trump is now the first ever president to be impeached by the House twice in his presidency. We will be discussing that in a moment. We're also just a number of days away from the inauguration of the 46th president and the 49th vice president of the United States of America, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So we'll be talking about that a little bit. But one of the biggest stories out of the last several days has been the silencing of conservative voices by big tech, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. 
it has been something that has seemingly happened overnight. Now, I feel like, honestly, if I'm, if I'm going to tell you what I believe, I feel like the majority of people that I know have common sense and are not so crazy that they fit into a category either on the left or the right. They are approaching this with a little bit of common sense. However, you wouldn't know that by looking at the news or by looking at social media on Twitter or Facebook if you're one of the lucky (laughs) ones allowed to access your social media. Well, then I think that you might see a whole different situation. I feel like it's a little bit like COVID. If you are someone that unplugs from the news, if you unplug from social media, from Facebook, from Twitter, then it looks like everything's normal and you wouldn't really know anything's going on. However, if you do access your social media, if you're someone who thumbs through Facebook all day, every day, or you're accessing the news, then you're aware of all of the craziness going on, and it seems as though we are currently in Armageddon. And so that's kind of where we want to focus on today, kind of what's been going on in the last several days since everything occurred on Wednesday the 6th. Now, to play a little bit of catch-up, in the last episode 136, we talked about our initial thoughts and feelings about the siege on the Capitol building because we recorded just a couple of hours after that had taken place. However, since then, we've had time to process, as has everyone else, and we're now getting a little bit more information and looking at things a little bit differently. While all of that's been going on, I feel like the United States government has kind of been going crazy. The United States representatives, along with the senators of the United States, have asked Vice President Mike Pence to remove President Trump using the 25th Amendment. They actually had hearings on a resolution where they were voting to attempt to force Pence to remove Trump using the 25th Amendment. However, before they were even done with the vote on the resolution, Pence sent over a letter to the House of Representatives saying that he would not use the 25th Amendment to remove Trump, and that was that. However, the representatives went forward with their vote, and they actually passed a resolution stating that they wanted Pence to remove Trump, but because Pence had already pushed back against doing that, The House then went forward with charging President Trump with one count of incitement of insurrection. Am I saying that right? I believe so. Yeah, one count of incitement of insurrection. Now, today, the House debated the charge of incitement of insurrection and had a vote on the impeachment of Donald Trump, which means officially, quote-unquote, Donald Trump is the first American president in history to be impeached twice by the House of Representatives. And now we're starting to see everyone posting about this, and honestly, it's kind of crazy. Uh, To me, I'm seeing a bunch of people that I'm friends with or that I respect posting about this, and they are posting things that don't really make sense. Matter of fact, they are posting things that are not quite right. They have some aspects of truth, but other parts of it's completely wrong, or some of the information that I'm seeing posted is just absolutely fabricated, and I feel like it is designed to help cause this chaos 
where people really don't know what to believe, they don't believe anything anymore, and everybody questions everything, or you get people believing just the absolute dumbest shit, and it really causes a whole lot of chaos. I see people talking about how he's impeached, and this is the greatest thing ever, and that the world is going to be right again, but what they don't understand is, it's just the House that's voted on this, it has not been sent to the Senate yet. The Senate has not voted on this yet, so nothing really has happened. Yes, they can say he's been impeached twice, but nothing really happens. I saw a post today from somebody that I really respect who wrote that this impeachment of Trump was the greatest thing that's ever happened and the absolute best thing that has happened in the year 2021. I mean, hell, we're just 13 days (laughs) into the year. Well, and why does it, I guess I don't see why it matters. And I don't know if you saw this, but Mitch McConnell refused to bring the Senate back for an emergency right. hearing. So it's it's dead in the water. Sure. Well, that's the but thing. It, it, Go ahead. It's just, government is just, it's, it's all out of control. It, it is. Well, here's the thing with that. The, so they impeached him or whatever they're wanting to claim. But when we wake up tomorrow morning, Donald Trump is still the president, and he'll be the president the day after and the day after, and he'll be the president until 11.59.59 on Wednesday, January 20th, when they will swear in Kamala Harris, and for a split second, the president will be Donald Trump and the vice president will be Kamala Harris. And then they will swear in Joe Biden, and Joe Biden will be the president, and Donald Trump will be relegated to the streets, apparently, because I'm hearing that he's not welcome in Florida. I guess they can stop people from living in the state now. And New York saying they're not doing any business with him. So, uh, you know, they're uh, apparently they're claiming his life is over. I think he'll do just fine. Yeah, but I wish I I mean, I would love to be able to have millions of dollars and still say that my life is over. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. That that sounds like a really good problem yeah, right. to have. <laughs> right. Well, so what what's happened here and I feel like it's it's good to talk about this so people have an understanding. They Bill Clinton was impeached, but he still served as president. So the Senate has to vote to convict him of that and it's it's not convict as in the same sense as using the word that you would hear in a criminal trial he's just he's the the senate has voted that that he did this and that they are stating that he did this which would remove him from office if they did it before the 20th and it would bar him from ever running again and that is the whole point of this because he's not going to run again anyway do you don't think so no he he knows he knows one he'll be in his mid 80s. Yep. Like I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're freaking Chuck Norris. That's still old. Yeah, it is. Like and it's way too damn old to be running a country. Yeah, it is. It is. It 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 really is. Now, I also don't think that he's going to, but everybody else out here acts like they think he's going to and I'm like, "No, there's no need to do this. He he won't have the momentum." 
He will not have the momentum. When he leaves office, he's not going to do the same thing that most people do, which is hit the late night circuit because nobody likes him. You know, I want to know how long that's going to last. Will people start to come around to him or is it just over? Is his life essentially over? And, you know, he's just going to be holed up someplace playing golf and living his best life, but his life will basically be over. Because it seems like the big people who he used to run with before he was president, they are all the people that hate him now. All of the Hollywood celebrities, all of the big New York socialites. It seems like the things that he used to do... I don't really know that he's going to be able to do anymore. I think it will all, I think it will ebb and flow just like basically every human relationship does. <laughs> the, the, we know that Hollywood and America's elite run on money. Sure. And as soon, I mean, his money is not drying up. It's not. Right. I don't care how much you dislike him. I don't care how horrible you think he is. His money is not going anywhere. Sure. He couldn't spend all of that in his lifetime. So, no. And as soon as, you know, one, Joe Biden isn't going to do all these things that these people want him to do. And even if he did, I mean, even if he gave the country all of this free shit, that wouldn't benefit Hollywood. Right. They don't need it. Right, right. Yeah, they don't need so, anything free. As soon as Donald Trump can do for someone again, sure. Even if it's on an individual level, yep. He'll be like there they there and right. and one of the most popular sayings in Hollywood is you know bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah, absolutely. And that no no up and comer or you know washed up has been. That's that's trying to get back into the game. Will care if Donald Trump is the one giving him the shout out, <laughs> right? Well, that's you're, that's exactly correct. I don't think he's going to be relegated to doing cameo for a thousand dollars a pop. Huh? You know, I think you know what that is. No. Have you heard, have you heard? You know what cameo is? Well, yeah. The the thing that you can have like has been stars or and some real people. That are still. Well, I mean, he was doing cameos. I mean, hello, Home Alone. Well, no. He did, uh, a, yeah. he did a cameo before he was ever president. Wait, wait. No. So, okay. So, have, have you heard of the app Cameo? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, okay. Yes. That, I, I mean, that's what I mean. About. I mean, he'll, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll still be. I'm sure I can, I can absolutely see what you were saying. But there's this app. Sorry, so yeah. Some people don't know this that you can pay Gilbert Gottfried to call you and tell you or a friend happy birthday or you suck or whatever they'll tell you what your friend pays them to say or or they'll tell your loved one what you pay them to say i i don't believe he's going to be there i i think he's a little bit above that still i'll i'll get you a cameo from trump if you get me one <laughs> right <laughs> that would be fantastic i that would be amazing well so here's the thing i feel like people have a really bizarre understanding of what has occurred since 
Wednesday. I feel like we have been in this kind of suspended state. So everybody in the in and their brother has been either coming out and talking about how wonderful everything was that occurred and how great Trump is and Trump is getting ready to drop the hammer. He is getting ready to do all of this stuff, arresting all of these people and making the world a better place. And I don't think that that's going to happen. And then the other people are talking about how he's going to be thrown in prison. And of course, we talked about that a little (laughs) bit last time. I don't think that that's going to happen. You still have Keith Olbermann running around making videos on his porch of how horrible Trump is and that they should all be thrown in cages. But I don't no. think people are really taking a look at what's really happened. So since the the siege on the Capitol, Trump has been pretty quiet. There's not been a whole lot going on, partly because the big tech has suspended him in virtual reality. He's no longer on Twitter. He's no longer on Facebook. He's no longer on YouTube. Big tech has suspended the entire platform parlor. And it seems like overnight, overnight, big tech said, hey, the liberals are in charge. It's time for us to flex our muscle. And so you're seeing thousands, if not maybe tens or hundreds of thousands of conservatives and uh, conservative voices all up and down the spectrum from the high ranking to the nobodies like myself being messed with on social media. I can't tell you why I have been blocked or or suspended on social media twice, but it's happened twice since the uh, siege has occurred. And I'm currently under some kind of weird suspension where they took away all of my pictures. I've still been able to post and still been able to go live but I've not been able to post, and so or I've not been able to post pictures. So bizarre. Yeah, and I don't understand. Like, what's I, I happening. don't understand because I don't understand the point in taking your pictures but not silencing you. Right. I mean, no offense, but your pictures aren't telling the story. Sure. Right. Right. Well, absolutely. I mean, yeah, because the pictures they took, because the the my mobile pictures are still there, which is where most of my political stuff is. The pictures they took were like an album of a couple dogs I had five years ago and my, you know, my dad before he died and, you know, stuff that honestly I don't have copies of some of the stuff they took. So I almost wonder if it's just kind of like, like you said, it's, it's just them flexing their muscle. Like here, we're not going to tell you to be quiet because you haven't technically broken any of our community standards. Yeah. But we're going to take your shit from you just to see if it shuts you up. Right, right. Yeah, you better be good. You better be good. Well, so they did the same thing to Trump, They you know, except they blocked him. So he cannot he cannot communicate in, in any way. So he's been quiet. We've not heard a lot from him. And then over the last couple days, the House of Representatives have been also flexing their muscle. They pushed to have Mike Pence enact the 25th Amendment, which allows the cabinet of the president, along with the vice president, to say he is no longer fit for duty or no longer fit for service, and it stops 
him from being president, which would put Mike Pence in as president. Well, they've always said that Mike Pence is not fit as well, so I think it's funny that they're okay removing Trump, but they, they're okay with Pence. Now, what's funny to me about that is Pence wrote a letter last night stating that he would not move forward with the 25th Amendment. Basically, in his letter, he wrote to the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and said, with eight days left in the president's term, you and the Democratic caucus are demanding that the cabinet and I invoke the 25th Amendment. I do not believe that such a course of action is in the best interest of our nation or consistent with our Constitution. Last week, I did not yield to pressure to exert power beyond my constitutional authority to determine the outcome of the election, and I will not now yield to efforts in the House of Representatives to play political games at a time so serious in the life of our nation. So Pence pushed back and said, I'm not going to do this. The House still played games and still bothered with continuing taking votes on a resolution to tell Pence to do this. This is how ignorant these people are. It's taken them weeks to vote on whether or not they were going to pass out $600 to people in need, or if they needed to pass out money at all, or maybe it was going to be $2,000. It literally took them weeks and, and months to decide if they were going to do this. But yet, in the course of a couple days, they were able to get together and hold this vote late into the evening, even once they had this letter saying, hey, I'm not doing this. This lets people see, or it should let people see, how little the government cares about wasting money and time and, and screwing around on shit that just does not matter. It does not matter what they did. So they did, they, they went through with this vote after Pence sent them the letter. And then first thing this morning, they get up bright and early and they start debating this impeachment. Now they pushed forward with the impeachment and they voted and they impeached Trump. Quote unquote, impeached him. But we wake up tomorrow and he's still the president and he will be. And what they've even said is that since the senators do not come back until the 19th, which is the day before the president's last half day in office, that they're not going to do anything with this while Trump is in office. Matter of fact, they're not even looking at doing anything with this until after Biden's first 100 days in office. Have you heard that? No. They want him to get his confirmations out of the way first. They don't want to hold up any of that process. So they want Biden to get 100 days under his belt. And then they're going to call Trump back and impeach him. At that time, I mean, you know, I, that would be great. I, I would be like, I, you know, I'm not coming back. Screw you. I'm not, you know, I, you, you do what you want to do at that point. There, you know, I there's just, nothing I they can do. I can't wrap my mind around any of this. I really can't. Like, you have so many people referring to last week as an attack on democracy. Yeah. Which... I do not condone what happened last week. I don't I don't see how anyone ever thought that was a good idea. But 
if that was a, an attack on democracy, then so is everything that everyone in Washington, D.C. is doing right now. Sure. Because if you are if you are on the side of the impeachment, that's great. You can believe what you want, but you better know that if it can happen this quickly against the person you hate, it can happen this quickly against the person that you love. Absolutely. Well, here, and we're we're setting a dangerous precedence with that. Absolutely, because after they're done with Trump, they're now talking about Ted Cruz and other other uh, Republican senators and congressmen who were supportive of Trump or supportive of Trump's uh, assertion that there might have been something fishy that went with uh, went on with the election. And so now they're talking about removing or attempting to remove senators and representatives. Uh, AOC uh, went on and talked about how uh, Ted Cruz and Senator Hawley should... Uh, resign. Nobody wants to see them. They do not deserve their seat in the in the House of Representatives or uh, or in the Senate. And they they uh, tied it in with white supremacy. Kind of went way off the rails on that. There, I don't really understand how the two things tied together. But you have this push to now just what we do in America in in this day and age: cancel people. Because they do not agree with us. And like you said, that is very dangerous because, look, I understand. And maybe what I'm saying is wrong. I was going to say because the pendulum always swings back. There will be a time when the Republicans are in power again. Unless these people know that that will just never happen. Maybe their Republicans won't ever be in power again. Maybe something fishy did happen here. And but even, I mean, take take party out of it. I know right? people don't want to hear that right sure. now because that's how like 99% of America is identifying themselves. Like, forget the fact that I'm a wife and a mom and a person with a wife. I'm a fucking Republican, so that's what matters. Like, don't even get me started there. <laughs> but take the party out of it. There, there will inevitably be someone who has, you know, half the country behind them and the other half hating them. And there will be wasted time trying to condemn them or put them in this imaginary rich people jail that doesn't exist. Right. And it, it just, it's so, it's so wasteful. And I just, I hate, I think you mentioned it last week or maybe the week before, the identity politics just, it just makes me want to hurl. Like, I, I just, I can't with it. Like, do I respect our government and the freedoms that we have to vote? Yes, of course I do. And I vote in every election. But I don't, it doesn't run my life. Sure. Like, my kids 
I mean, my kids are nine and five. The only reason my nine-year-old even knows who Donald Trump is is because he's heard it from school. I don't sit around and talk politics to my kids. I don't try and get them to believe the way I believe or tell them, you know, when you grow up, this is this is how you're going to have to think or this is what you're going to have to do and you have to save the world from whoever. I just, I let them be kids and I let them live their life in this country where they're afforded freedoms that they would not have in many other countries. And I do the same with my own. Right. And if you, I mean, everyone wants to talk like 2020 was, you know, a total shit show. Everybody knows that. And mental health is at the forefront of everyone's mind and you need to be aware of mental health and you need to check in on your friends and blah, blah, blah. And I agree with those things. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think mental health should be brushed under the rug, but I think we'd have a lot more mentally healthy people if they didn't invest their entire freaking life in politics. Right. Right. Well, and I know that's a weird thing for, for me to agree with because that's all that I do and that's all that goes on here. But there has to be a balance. You have to, ha- you have to understand. I, I don't think that it's good to obsess yourself with it. I, I also don't agree that it's good to bury your head in the sand and, and not see anything. You have to be able to walk the line there. And you brought up a really good point about your kids because so many people say... People don't know why they hate Trump. They say they hate Trump because he has taken away decency from politics and he's made the world a nastier place because he's so vitriolic. But they if you look at his policies, his policies don't reflect what they say. They don't like the fact that he said he was going to, you know, grab women by the, you know, genitals and uh that you know they don't like how he's flippant and his his brash attitude i don't like that either and people say that they don't like that kids learn that well i have to say this if you allow donald trump to parent your children that is not on donald trump yes Yes, that's on you. That has not a damn thing to do with Donald Trump. That has to do with you. You, like you said, the only reason, exactly what you said is is spot on. And and so many people get that so confused. I don't understand it. I uh, funny story about kids. One of one of my son, my older son, one of his friends. We were, we were all playing outside shortly after the election, and he asked me who I voted for. And this kind of felt like a trap, which is <laughs> odd to be a grown woman feeling trapped by a nine-year-old. But I, I just didn't <laughs> feel like it was going to go well. Right. And I said, I said, well, before I answer that, let me ask you if you could vote because obviously he was aware of the election and aware of the candidates. I said, if you could vote, who would you have voted for? And he said, well, I would have voted for Joe Biden, but truthfully, I I really wish we could get somebody in there that supports communism. Uh, And I was like, what the hell am I hearing? Like, 
and Gabe, God. my son, he looks at me and he goes, Mommy, what's communism? And I'm like, oh, holy hell. <laughs> like, and you know, he's hearing that from his parents. Sure. Or, or some, some voting adult in his life. Because, I mean, there are some things that I, I think should be kept out of school. But I can tell you right now, my kid's school is not teaching communism. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, so it's, you just have to like, just realize that at the end of the day or in the next morning, like we're all going to wake up on January 21st. Right. And it's not going to look any different than no. it did on the morning of January 20th or January 20th of 2017. Right. Just like the New Year's Eve situation that exactly. we talked about, it's it's still gonna be we're still gonna be where we are. Yeah, that's 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 the whole big thing I'm waiting for, because everybody's talked about how bad it's been under Donald Trump, how bad and horrible things have been, and honestly, that's not true. The economy was booming before COVID, and things were really moving along. People hated Trump. He talked too damn much. He was at rallies too much. People people didn't. I, I think people don't appreciate that. I understand it. I feel like Donald Trump is a horrible speaker, so that just adds to it. He trips over himself. He, he tries to think off the cuff, and, and it's, a, it's a problem a lot of the time. But Realistically, things were not bad, okay? Now, I know no. that there are going to be people on the left, the, the progressive left, who are going to hate what I'm saying because they're going to say, well, we don't have health care and, and uh, you know, the, we weren't letting people come across the border when they wanted. Okay, those are, those are just differences that we will have to parse out. That's got nothing to do with life in America by any just random standard citizen. And people are going to say, well, that's white privilege or that's blah, 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 blah. Okay, okay. I mean, we can we can really get down and, and you know, tack everything down to something like that. But, but realistically, life was okay, all right? Life was pretty good. And what I think is going to be funny is I've I've been telling people now, great, I'm glad that, that Biden has won because come January 20th, COVID is going to start getting better. There will be no more police action shootings. There will never be another unarmed man, black, white, or, or any other color, shot by police that is justified or not justified. Everything will be as it's supposed to be, and everything is going to be, you know, flowers and sausages. You know, it's going to be... And we're going to get... You're forgetting the free money. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Free things. Free things. All the free things. Well, what's a, what's really going to be amazing there is when we get to... Then that's what I said is how long do, how long is it going to take for that stuff to start? Does that start at 12.30 on, on Wednesday the 20th? Or does it take a week? Do I have to give him till February? You know, can, well, can you know? Can God forbid a, a Chicago police officer be involved in a traffic stop sometime at the end of January? And and you know, God forbid, be involved in a police action shooting. If, if that happens, is is that still Trump's fault? Like, do we have to give Biden till February? 
when will it be that things are happy? Because keep in mind, Biden said, Biden said that during the last debate that he was involved in, that a the, America is about to go into a dark, dark winter. Winter. And that sounds really horrible. I mean, like, that sounds or, really scary. Or he's just a really big fan of Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> Winter is coming. And that is a very good possibility. I, I, I was thinking that, too, that that could, that could very well be the possibility. I, you know, I don't I mean, know. honestly, he earned some brownie points in my if book. If that was if the case. <laughs> yeah. But what I think is going to happen is, do we really think he's going to finish out his term? And, you know, if he doesn't, then it's Kamala Harris. And does that make people happy? Does it make people unhappy? It makes a I lot think, of people on the left very happy. I think that's I think that's a pipe dream for the people on the left. And it's a conspiracy theory for the people on the right to just keep yapping their jaws. Saying about. that? Like, yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I think Joe is is who they wanted and they'll keep him there because he's the perfect puppet right. and Kamala Harris is not. Right. You're you're right. And neither neither here's the real kicker, neither is Bernie Sanders. Sure. Sure. I I, I truthfully think beyond any shadow of a doubt that had the Democratic Party not gotten in Bernie Sanders' way in 2016 we would not, we would be in a mess, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I don't believe for a second we would be in the mess that we're in right now because I don't think Donald Trump would have been president. Right. You think it would have been, and that's, and that's a lot of people on the left will say that's the reason that Trump won was because people were pissed off at, at Hillary and the DNC for, for screwing Bernie over. And that's the reason that we have Donald Trump today. That's why I say I can't wait till we get rid of Trump. I can't wait till we get rid of Biden and Harris. And we finally get back to being able to vote for a candidate for who the candidate is. Rather than voting for this candidate because they're not that candidate. And that's what like the last two elections have been. We voted for Trump because it wasn't Hillary. We voted for Biden because it wasn't Trump. And I feel like the next election will be voting for somebody because it's not Biden. Hopefully after that, we might be able to be in a cycle where we can vote for someone that is who they are. And I feel like what a lot of people on the left are forgetting is, have you ever seen The Godfather? No. Okay, I'll ask you this way. Have you ever seen uh, and I The know, Lion I know King? a lot of people listening to that are going to be like, oh, shit. I know, you're off. in trouble. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to go watch that. You've seen The Lion King, though, right? Well, yes. Okay. You know, it didn't do just killing the father lion. They wanted to kill Simba, too. They wanted to kill... He. They, they looked for um, little uh, Don Corleone in in Italy when, when they killed the father and the mom went there to take to the take the son and said how sickly he is don't kill him and the the mob boss said we have to kill him because he's weak now but he will grow up say we take donald trump out with this impeachment 
Let's call him back tomorrow and impeach him. Let's remove him before the 20th. We'll put Mike Pence in there. Let's remove him in 100 days from now. It doesn't matter. He has a whole brood of children that I believe are more polished than he is. They're oh, every, by far. Yeah. They are ever bit as brash and as don't take any bullshit off people, but they are they know when to shut their mouth. And what do you think they're going to do when they feel all of this rage that has occurred to their father? Do you think, I mean, we might not see Donald Trump in politics ever again by his own hand or by by the the Congress's hand, but do you think that we've seen the last of his children? No. And I, well, I honestly don't know. Because his children did not really have much of a... Uh, spotlight on them, I guess, before he was president. Right. I mean, everyone knew who his ex-wife was, who his kids were, although I didn't know who Tiffany was. I I thought he was like some girl that he pulled in off the street and said, this is my new daughter. (laughs) Right. Um, And I, I don't know. I, I can see both sides. I can see where they would want to, come back into politics to, you know, like avenge their father, so to speak. But I can also see where they would just want to be like, you know what? We've got more money than we know what to do with. And it's obvious that no matter what you do, you can't change this incredibly broken system. So we're just going to, you know, chill with our millions of dollars and be okay with it. Right, right. I, and and I, you bring up a good point. They've seen what's happened to their father, and, and would the would it be worth the headache? I don't know. I just I think sometimes that revenge is a pretty powerful driver, and I'm not saying that's the, that's a good reason to do it. I mean, I, I would say only they should run only if they feel like they have something to offer and they would be a good candidate. But I tell you... Uh, I could see them having some some serious uh, Godfather or or Lion King vibes. You know, they're they're coming back to take the seat that is rightfully theirs, so to speak, in their head. I mean, I don't know necessarily that's a, a good way to think about it, but people have to keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing is, and I I feel like we've talked a lot about the right's thoughts in this and, and kind of bash the left. And I, I'm not trying to do that. I, I just feel like I'm so tired of the hypocrisy. And I, I say that on both sides. I hate what the left is doing currently. I hate what the the right is doing currently. I, it's, it's all sickening. It's all sickening. But I, I do feel like I have to say this so that the people on the right can maybe start to get a little bit of a grip on themselves. This this is happening right now. My mother sent me this text at 6 o'clock in the morning two days ago and asked me if I could verify any of this. And this is a, a text message that was sent to her on Facebook. It says, White House and Capitol surrounded by fencing. It appears as though all 50 state capitals will be surrounded as well. National Guard will assume role under Homeland Security. 
Trump signed Insurrection Act yesterday and also declared national emergency. Naval forces are in place in the China Sea. Trump has all the pieces of the puzzle now. China meddled in our election. China attacked us with bioweapon COVID. Democrats and Republicans assisted China with both of these attacks. Both are going down. Intel has reported that the game is on the clock. The game is on. The clock has been started. Media to go dark. Defunding of Chinese companies on U.S. stock exchange crashes Chinese stock market. Arrests of politicians, CEO, and big tech on the horizon. Whole system is corrupt. This is just one big run-on thing with dot, dot, dots in between. Military operation has been planned since the assassination of Kennedy. System has been corrupt for many years. Will be facilitated by the military in the U.S. and other countries involved. Italy, England, the Vatican. Non-nuclear... Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> the Vatican. Non-nuclear strikes using advanced energy weapons, a.k.a. Space Force. Conventional strikes by warships in China Sea, nuclear scare, EMS broadcast, data dump of crimes and evidence, and proof of corruption. Many will be scared. Many will know not to worry. All is in God's hands. Good versus evil. Guaranteed no nuclear threat. Chinese nukes will be neutralized. Russia has been advised and is aware. Russia will remain on the sidelines. North Korea (laughs) is also aware and is working with Trump and Russia. Very little rioting. Antifa has been compromised. Special ops are in place. All has been planned. All is good. Time frame of operation to occur through the uh, 24th of January. Stay safe. Remain calm. Pray. Military operations. Stock up on food, waters, battery, etc. Much to be revealed. Much to come. Operation will begin to ramp up significantly around the 14th of January. That's tomorrow. Remember... Sun uh, Tzu's The Art of War. Trump has been involved for, for four years, possibly longer, in this operation to take down the global one-world government. America shall return to the Constitutional Republic under God. Crippling debt contracts will be outlawed. Wealth will return to countries around the world. Wealth that has been slowly stolen by the corporate elites over centuries of criminal theft. God is good. 1776. Fear not the whirlwind is just the breath of the Lord which bloweth away the chaff. People, quit sending this shit to people. This is nonsense. I mean, after hearing that, I feel like the only thing they're missing is that the cruise industry must still be shot down because we're going to be using those as fire vessels. <laughs> I somehow I think you I think that you've talked about the cruise industry in every episode. <laughs> I miss cruising, damn it! <laughs> like I really do. <laughs> That's hilarious. So <laughs> you know, I. I, I don't know. I, the, what I what I told what I told my mother is, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's going to be fencing in place around D.C. I'm sure the National Guard will be on, you know, standby or or maybe activated. Holcomb sending the Indiana National yep. Guard. Yep, they've been. They were called up. They were called up yesterday. I, I got that word yesterday. Uh, I don't know about the Insurrection Act, but I do know that a national emergency has been declared because of the inauguration. And I, I'm willing to bet that we have some kind of 
uh, naval ship in the China Sea somewhere. That's just normal stuff. Yeah, that's always, I mean... But I don't believe that anyone is going to be arrested. There's going to be these wide sweep sweeping arrests. I don't believe that anything major is going to happen. Trump and his administration is going to shrivel up and go away and life is going to continue. And people need to understand that. That if you want to believe Trump was a good president and Trump was a great guy and Trump did everything right and he's been screwed over, you can believe that. But you need to be based in reality. There's not going to be these big sweeping arrests. And, I, you know, I, if, if anything crazy goes on, I think it's going to be bad for the people on the, on the right. I don't think the Republicans are in a place right now to mount some massive, you know, rising from the ashes here in the next six days. I just don't think that's going to happen. I saw someone literally post on my wall today, wait and see next Wednesday, Trump four more years. And I thought that, dude, I, I love you, but this is delusional, you know? It's, it's getting to the point, and I was talking with a friend on the phone about this the other day. Have you seen the, uh, or read, the Hunger Games Okay, so I know quite a bit about what it is. I have not seen or read, but I, I, I know the premise. Okay, well, I feel like that's what I'm living in. Okay. So the, it's all centered around, you know, this, these districts, and there's, there's one quote-unquote district that's called the capital that is, you know, the elite and they all dress real crazy and look ridiculous and make all the rules and take all the money and spend all the money. And if you've seen the memes or the gifts where I can't remember the actress's name, but she's the crazy woman from the Capitol that, that looks at Katniss Everdeen and says, may the odds be ever in your favor. I, I feel like that's freaking, <laughs> yes. it's, it's Nancy Pelosi. Right. And, and everyone else in D.C. are all of these crazy people dressed up in these crazy clothes, spending crazy money. And it that's truly what I feel like. Yeah. And I just, I, I mean, I loved the movie, but damn, I don't want to live it. <laughs> we, we are living it I, I've, I've not seen the movie or read the book I know enough about it and I believe that we are living it that's that's exactly when she's standing in front of her uh, $40,000 refrigerator with her tubs of ice cream that are $40 a tub telling you how horrible she's had it that's exactly what that is I do I do believe that your uh, you're correct. Uh, that that's that's what's going on, and and I mean, look, I, I believe as much as I don't believe that there's going to be some massive, we will rise again Republican um, win that's going to happen in the next couple of days. I do believe things are going to get a little crazy for for those that are outspoken. We see it happening in big tech. Okay, they are their private businesses. They get to do what they want to do. I understand that. Everything is okay. They can do what they want to do. They say, well, go, go if you don't like Facebook, go build another one. So somebody does that, and then iPhone and Google and Amazon won't allow their app to be 
on their service. So they say, well, they're private companies. You got to go. You got to go make a phone. So then somebody goes and makes a phone and says, okay, I've got the phone. I've got the app. So then the electric company says, well, we don't like what you do. So we're going to shut off electricity to your house. And someone says, well, don't be crazy. That sounds insane. Well, look at what's happened the last couple days. Here's my question. One, all of these private companies that people are speaking of are publicly traded. Let me remind you of that. Two, if if these are private companies and they're allowed to do what they want, then why is not every business in America open right now? Period. End of story. Right. If that's the argument, then why are bars being forced to close at 10 p.m.? Why is California still on some whacked out type of lockdown? If private companies are allowed to do what they want, then let them open their freaking doors. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you can't, I, that's the, it all goes back just like in the last episode and the episode before that. It all goes back to the hypocrisy. Yep. I posted on Facebook today that the, uh, the Play Stupid Games Win Stupid Prizes yes. Club has a whole lot of new members in it lately. Yeah. Absolutely. I, 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 I saw that, and I, I definitely agree with that. That's, you know, uh, you're, you're right, because everyone says, well, you know, you, you reap what you sow, because think about the, the baker that didn't want to make the cake for the gay couple. Well, look, I don't have a problem with gay people. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, with with what gay people want to do their 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 life and, and all of that, I, I I want them to be able to live happily, and I have no judgment. I also feel like a private company can do what they want to do. Uh, yep. I'm not I'm not happy that Facebook's doing what they want what they're doing or Twitter, but they can do it. The problem I have with that, besides being publicly traded, like you said, was that they also have tried so long to be the digital public square. It's just now that the people who they align with are in charge, and it's like seems like the perfect time for them to flex their muscle that they have decided to not do this. So they should not get all of the protections that they have been getting and, and everything else. If they're going to not be a platform where they are the digital public square where free idea can be traded, then they need to be that business and you're not giving me anything or putting anything in my face by saying, well, what about the baker who doesn't want to bake cakes for gay people? If I was a baker, I would bake cakes for gay people. I think that's a horrible uh, business decision to, to, to uh, you know, segregate a whole portion of the population. I wouldn't conduct business that way, but if somebody wants to conduct business that way, they can do it. It's just a bad idea. In this situation, Facebook can do what they want to do. It's just a bad idea. Now we're seeing people being carried off of flights because they were at the peaceful part of the protest 
on Wednesday the 6th. Not the people who stormed. If somebody is is being charged and, and might be, quote-unquote, a domestic terrorist or whatever's going to happen there, whatever happens, happens there. I understand. But if you're at a peaceful protest and you're getting carried off of a plane or not allowed to fly because you have a red MAGA hat on, I have a serious problem with that. We are in scary times. Oh, yeah. And, and going back to, I thought about this when you were talking about the the cakes. I I completely agree. If you're going to run a business, you should run that business for everyone. But as a straight female, if a cake baker told me they're not going to bake my cake for my straight wedding, okay, I'll go get another one. Thanks. Right, right. Like it's not the end. You don't of the have world. to prove the point. Right. And it's it's all the the cancel culture bullshit. Yep. Like if if somebody's not going to do something for me because I live my life in a way that they don't agree with, that's okay. I'll go find somebody else that will. Yeah. I I definitely I definitely agree with that. I don't I don't agree with it. Like I don't agree with straight Christian cake bakers not baking gay cakes and I don't agree with gay cake bakers not baking straight cakes but they're allowed to do that absolutely well you, you know I mean that you're yeah that's that's exactly right I just I, I feel like people it's, it's the one thing that scares me is because in politics everybody has always had the understanding that you don't get too crazy and too carried away because the pendulum always swings back the other way. What you do this year can happen to you in four years. But it scares me because, like I said, hell, maybe they don't think the pendulum's going to swing back. Maybe it won't be swinging back. Maybe this is the new America. And that's really crazy to say. I hope that's not true. But, I mean, you never know. I just don't understand why all of this craziness is happening because, you know, like I said, uh, it, it, they just seemed awfully emboldened. And it just happened, like, really overnight. And it didn't even happen, like, the night, like, Wednesday night or Thursday night. It was, like, a, a plan developed, and then, bam, it just it happened. Friday, they blocked the president, and when you can block the leader of the free world then everything else is a cakewalk from there. Have you seen that the countries uh, around the world have been very harsh to Twitter and Facebook because they've blocked Trump? Uh, Germany and uh, I think France both have come out talking very harshly uh, about how Twitter and Facebook have, have reacted. And these are our countries that have not been fond of Trump, but it's just what it means and the fact that these american companies feel like they have the balls to do what they've done it's very alarming i completely agree i you're just you're getting into really muddy territory because like i said earlier in this conversation Everyone, well, not everyone, it may seem like everyone agrees with you now. 
and you're on the good side of the majority or the good side of of the opinion but eventually something's going to change and somebody somewhere that's bigger than you and stronger than you and has more power than you is going to disagree with you right and they're going to shut you up absolutely that's uh, absolutely that's that's what happens i i don't know I think it's uh, it's going to be an interesting still next couple of days. Uh, I would tell everybody, you know, to be cautious. I don't think that you need to go pull all your, of your money out of the bank. I don't think that you... They always tell everybody in the, everywhere, I imagine, it's always good to have a couple weeks worth of food in the house. You know, not everybody can do that. I, You know, ever, some people struggle putting, you know, a couple days worth of food in the house. So I don't really know what goes on there. If you're able to, to stock up, you don't have to go crazy. It's just always a good idea to have that always. You might have a, a blizzard or, or an ice storm. But I, I, I don't think that people need to go crazy. I don't think that, you know, the, the, this, is, this is it uh, one way or another. But I do think that we are entering a, a, a scary situation. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, 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 well, actually, I mean, I do agree that it, it can be scary. And it's definitely uncharted territory but like we said earlier life's gonna go on right like is it scary to think of the precedence that's being set and the what ifs if the pendulum never swings back or if we never truly go back to the democracy the way it should be yes those thoughts are scary but are those going to directly affect us tomorrow morning or the morning of the 20th sure. or the morning of the 20th of January of next year. Like if there's, if there's one thing that's for sure when it comes to the U S government on both sides, on every level, um, they're slow. They're right. real slow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, nothing's, Nothing's going to change overnight. That that's so. that's true. Uh, well, I, I hope that's true. I mean, uh, I, I I like I like that you're you're trying to give the positive spin on it. I, I like that's true. I hope that's true. I, I mean, I, I really 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 do. I hope that is. I mean, the 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 social media stuff happened pretty quickly. I hope what you're saying is true, uh, and I, I try to keep that that faith, and I try well, to social keep. Media, I mean, social media stuff is going to happen pretty quickly, no matter what. Sure, um, right. Because it's it's social media, and we all carry around these many computers in our hands. But, I mean, okay, you're the one that had your Facebook, whatevered, restricted. Right. I don't I don't know. What exactly they did to you? I've been zucked. But did it did it wreck your life? Did did you wake up this morning with tears streaming down your face, not sure how you would go on? No, no, no. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. It's right. a slippery like, slope. And, and yes. And one thing I will say, you know, you said you don't necessarily have to have two weeks worth of food or your you know bug out bag ready or any of that. One thing I will say, if you have stuff on Facebook that you don't have yeah. anywhere else, save it. 
Yeah. I know yeah. that's not like that's You're not right. a detrimental thing that has, you know. Well, it, you, you know, it, it is. I, I lost pictures of my deceased father that I can never get back if they decide to not give them back to me. Right. So things like that, like, is is that causing you heartache? Yes, I'm sure it is. Is it, you know, is it making your, you know, physical being difficult to exist? No, no probably yeah, not. Yeah, you're you're right. You're that's you're exactly. I mean, that's exactly correct. You're you're. But I you're I mean today like today after I learned about what happened with you. Yeah. I I mean I had a 24 hour ban earlier this week like a. 24 hour complete ban. Like they didn't take anything from me, but I also couldn't post or like, or do anything for 24 hours. And I thought, you know, I've not, I mean, I don't, I've not done anything, you know, since my 24 hour ban, but I, I had pictures of my older son because Google photos did not exist when he was born that I lost. They were still on Facebook, but I lost the originals of them. So when I got my oil change today, I sat and I saved like 650 pictures from my Facebook and it took me for freaking ever, but it's worth it to have those pictures. Right. Right. Well, that's, yeah, I've seen, and I'm, if I'm able to be a cautionary tale to anybody, I've seen a couple people say that since, since my posting, definitely do that. If you have pictures on there, that you want to save that that is a, a cautionary tale uh you should do that because they can and they tell you that anything you upload to facebook they consider that not yours they consider that that theirs if you look in the small print it it can you know all go away so you do need to you know download that if that's something that you care to keep i i used to before the cloud was a thing, or I had the cloud, I used to put pictures on Facebook and delete them off of my phone so that I would have them forever, not realizing or thinking that yes. you know Facebook would one day get mad at me because of what I do. Uh, right, I did, I've done the same thing. I mean, I haven't purposely like deleted them from my phone or their their original source but when I've lost them like when I lost that laptop I didn't lose the entire laptop but when I lost the, the yeah, stuff on it right I I thought oh well they're on Facebook so they'll be fine you know like huh. I didn't completely lose them they're still there as long as Facebook still exists I mean hell up until as recently as I think I tried two years ago you could still find your old MySpace if you remembered the password. Sure, yeah. So I thought, you know, even if Facebook isn't cool anymore eventually, I'll still be able to log on and get it. And now I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to put a whole lot of faith in that statement. Absolutely, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, it's, you're, that's right. So, yeah, definitely, um, Download your things and keep what you know. Do do what you need to do to protect yourself that way, and just try to take a deep breath. So what happens now is this is episode one thirty seven. Episode one thirty eight is supposed to be recorded on Tuesday. The, these episodes generally are supposed to drop on Tuesday, and I'm supposed to do that for the the 
add people. However, every now and then they get pushed back. The last two weeks they've been pushed back. But I do think that we should probably, and I, I wanted to talk to you about that, I think that we should probably push the recording next week to Wednesday, if that's okay with you, so oh, that absolutely. when we record, we're not talking the day before the inauguration. That way, whatever happens, we can discuss it. Well, and I really don't, I don't think, I don't think if we did talk on Tuesday, we would, I don't think our conversation would be a whole lot different than it is right now. <laughs> right, right. Because we're all in a hurry up and wait. Well, and we've been like that for the better part of 11 months now. So. <laughs> right, absolutely. All right, well, that sounds like a good place to leave it. And we will be back next week, not on Tuesday. We will continue for one more week recording on Wednesday because we do want to come to you after the inauguration, just in case anything crazy happens. Who knows? We might be in cages by then. The podcast might be completely shut down. Who knows? You'll just have to check back at your favorite podcast hosting site to double check you never know what might happen this time next week amber do you want to let them know where they can find you you can find me on facebook uh, my personal page is at amber green my business page is a touch of green with an e at the end yes with an e at the end on both of them because that's my last name all right, folks, until next time, remember to get educated, get active, get involved, and as always, we can better government through citizen involvement. Stay safe, because we are living in really weird times. God bless, and we will look forward to talking to you again real soon. See ya. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.